What's going on, beautiful people? The Black Hokage here, aka TBH. And to be honest, I'd like to welcome you guys back to my show, Hokage Thoughts, with a show where ain't no hoes, but we do think out loud here on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever we choose to listen to this show on. Not we, as if I'm listening to it. Bitch, you're listening to it. Anyways, sorry, it's, it's been a long time. I, I'm, I'm fucking up the intro. Anyways, uh, today in which I'm recording this is May 1st, 2021. Friendly reminder to pay your rent. And if you don't have your own place, make sure to get up off your ass so that one day you can pay somebody some rent, specifically me when I own properties or something like that. Before you pay your rent, um, make sure to rate this show five stars on Apple Podcasts so it moves up the algorithm, which in turn brings in new listeners. And if you want to financially support the show, please consider sending a donation to my cash app. My cash app is dollar sign, the Black Hokage 08. Or if you're watching the video version at youtube.com slash the Black Hokage, I'm pointing at it right now. And if you're also watching the video version, I know what you're thinking. Yes, my eyes are a little bit red. No, I have not been crying. No, I do not smoke weed, never have. I'm just fucking tired. It's been... It's been uh, like the last couple of days, you know, like there's no particular reason why you're up. You just can't fall asleep for whatever reason. It's kind of been like that. So I'm like a little bit tired. That's why I got the bags under my eyes and shit. I got to get my sleep right tonight so I can get sexy. Um, but <laughs> make sure to rate this joint five stars. But yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on, man? This is weird. How y'all been? How y'all been? You can't even reply. And honestly, I don't give a fuck. Um, this is weird, man. I'm back. I'm back. People be like, yo, where the next Hokage thoughts? They were like, if you come through to the streams, twitch.tv slash the Black Hokage. Where the next Hokage thoughts? Where's it at? Where's it at, bro? We need the podcast. We're feeding, we're feeding, we're feeding, bro. Listen, I do podcasts when I got ads, man. And my dude who does my ads for me, my ad sales and shit, didn't have no ads for me. You know what I'm saying? He was trying to get the schedule situated. And so, you know what I'm saying? If I'm not making no money, I'm going to act funny. You feel me? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. But what's new with me? What's new with me? Um, man, same old, bro. COVID. Uh, I got vaccinated, so I got the 5G chip in my arm. Um, I'm not going to lie. Uh, my phone has been acting a little bit better. Uh, the services on it has been slow. I got Sprint or slash T-Mobile, whatever the fuck it is these days. But ever since I got Joe Biden's um, vaccine, um, my phone has been acting a little... I'm joking, by the way. Please, conspiracy theorists, don't, don't take any of this serious because somebody's going to clip this and run with it. I'm fucking joking. Or am I? Uh, <laughs> I'm due for my second shot on May 11th, so like in a couple weeks, like a week and a half or whatever, that's when I get my next one. Uh, Team Pfizer, gang, 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 gang. Uh, so I got vaccinated. Um, fucking, what was I about to say? The reason being is like I might have to be doing stuff. Why did you get vaccine? Why did you get the vaccine? Uh, the reason being is like I might have to travel soon. Well, I'm not might, I will for various reasons. Some of it is content related. Some of it is like personal, but mostly it's it's content related. Um... In terms of what else is new with me, just trying to maintain my health, trying to lose weight, not lose weight, but maintaining what I have. I'm actually, this month, May, I'm going to start a cut. Not this week, but next week, because this week I'm traveling this weekend. I'm going somewhere that's none of your fucking business. Uh, And then the second week of May, I'm going to start a cut, and that's going to go into the first week of June. So I'm going to do like a month of like cutting or whatever, so I can lose like the last bit of weight that I have. But just been lifting, um, lifting a little bit heavier, trying to get stronger, Uh, you know, bulking a little bit uh and then about to do my cut just trying to maintain my health trying to stay healthy been consistently streaming i haven't been consistent on youtube i'm not gonna lie uh i have not been motivated to do youtube uh videos or whatever like it's just the reason i like twitch is i like to go where i'm appreciated you know you start the stream up people show you love and if even if somebody does disagree with you it's right there it's live you can have a debate as long as it's like respectful or whatever but like youtube it's like motherfuckers are just mad disrespectful they're mad um what's the word and this is if this doesn't apply let it apply um it's they're mad ungrateful uh i know you dropped two videos today but where's the third one it's just uh, you get burned out you know you know how that go uh it so it comes and goes for me um 
also i think i said this on the last podcast but uh i'm in the process of getting um an editor for my channel there's certain things that i still want to do myself like maintaining my own social media editing my clips and stuff like that because it's important to maintain your skills ladies and gentlemen skills are what pay the bills repeat that to me skills are what pays the bills the more skills that you can learn the more money that you can make the more opportunity is presented to you um so i never want to lose my skills of editing because i've been doing it for so fucking long i mean like uh truthfully it doesn't even like i said going on 14 15 years but like i've been editing videos since like middle school back when they had the multicolored uh imax yeah my middle school had those and that's when i first learned how to edit like on iMovie just like basic stuff and then you know you just get better over time you don't want your skills to deflate i'm just rambling by the way i'm just i, I was like yo i got a few notes but i'm just gonna cut the mic on i'm just gonna fucking talk because that's what you guys like um I, I took a bunch of questions from you i do have some stories to go over though just a few stories so yeah i want to maintain that but i am working on trying to get an editor um potentially speaking i actually had a meeting with them yesterday just got to get the paperwork straight and stuff but Potentially speaking, they're talking about being able to pump out two to three videos a day for me. That doesn't mean I'm gonna drop two to three videos, but it does mean that at some point when I get all of this situated, I'm hoping if everything goes straight, I will have a consistent flood of content and I can just focus on streaming as well as the other things that I got going on in the background. I know I said this in the pod last podcast, but like it's still not done. A lot of business stuff, it takes a long time to get done. I'm not bullshitting that I'm working on certain things. It's just be patient with me be patient with me uh and once those things come into fruition i'm not gonna lie to y'all i'm not gonna have any time to maintain my youtube channel uh that's the reason that like i'm finally considering i'm like all right let me spend some money but um so yeah i'm about to become very busy my star is about to elevate i actually feel like i'm in a cycle of my life right now um for those unaware i believe in past lives uh like when i bring up the days of when i was a preschool teacher or you know the days of high school we play sports or whatever you know, those are past lives um i feel like i'm <laughs> I'm not going to be in Florida much longer. Probably by fall, I'll be gone. Uh, if not at latest, 2022, top of 2022. Uh, I'm Florida is a past life. This whole past year is like a, a fucking blur. It doesn't exist to me. I, and, you know, I'm in a cycle where I'm trying to figure out who needs to be eliminated from my life, if you catch my drift. Uh, because once my star elevates, I don't want certain people in my circle. I don't want none of that bullshit. I just want to focus on working. Uh, the kid's profile is about to raise. The kid's profile is definitely about to raise um i'm about to remind niggas that, let me be humble let me be humble bro anyways um what i was about to say uh la, 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 la. so yeah the editor they're talking about being able to produce me i would have my own dedicated it's a company that i'm potentially gonna be working with they're talking about giving me my own dedicated editor that can pump out two to three videos a day depending on how long the vods are or whatever um and i wouldn't be putting out two to three videos a day but the goal would be to have a backlog of videos uh so like i always have like 20 videos in the chamber and i could just schedule them out so then you can get at least a video maybe even two a day but really probably just like one a day and it's just constantly a flood of content when will that happen i don't know i don't want to give it eta but i am working on it i'm, I'm trying to make my money work for me basically because at some point when you're making a lot of money which i'm not i'm broke uh <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I swear to God. If I'm lying, I'm dying and the recording hasn't stopped. Um, <laughs> at some point, if you have money, you got to make it work for you. Uh, saving it is only going to do so much for you, okay? Um, <clears throat> what else was I about to say? Uh, but yeah, that was like a, that was like a quick update. Um, just trying to maintain my health, my, my mental health and all that bullshit. Vaccinated 5G towers, yeah. All right, so quick stories. Let's get into them. Let's get into them. So here's a quick story. Um, this one was pretty interesting. I found this one on Twitter. Let me go ahead and switch my camera up. So for those of you who missed this one, 
according to Say Cheese TV, um, a new video game called Our, Our America puts the viewer in the driver's seat as the black father taking his son to school along the way. They are pulled over by the police, leading to life and death choices. Look at this fucking screenshot. Go to the video, pull up youtube.com slash the black Okage so y'all can see this dumbass shit, bro. So here's a black man and his son having a good time and then the police pull over and then somebody even got like, he even got a little bit of the gameplay. I can pull oh, no. it up. Uh, here, let me mute the audio. So if you're watching the audio version and you're not able to like look at the video version, the best way I can describe this is think of um, Telltale's The Walking Dead or Telltale's Batman, any of the Telltale games, the point and click adventures. Think of that. Think of The Walking Dead, but instead you're playing a black father and his son and the police pull over, pull you over. And based off the commands that the police officer gives you, um, you get chances to respond. And based off those responses, the police officer will decide whether or not he will kill you. Um, and this 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 went viral on Twitter like mid last month, uh, April. And people were like, what the fuck is this shit? I can't believe white folks uh, would do this shit. This shit corny. We tired of people uh, profiting off our trauma and all this shit. The, the entire, I agree. The, the entire premise of this game is fucking stupid. And But here's the plot twist. Because motherfuckers was ready to blame white folks, bro. So they found the development company of this game. And they pulled this motherfucker's LinkedIn up. And the nigga behind this game. I said, the nigga behind this game. I gave it away. He's black oh my god so black delegation i don't know when the next racial draft is coming up but we're gonna have to consider putting this guy on the chopping block i don't know maybe we can get some just if the whites don't want to take him or the asians or the hispanics maybe we can just defer him like just release him on a waiver maybe just pay him off give him a little bit of cash i don't know but this is i don't know why he thought that this would be a fun fucking game uh because it's a it's it's i don't know man i don't know did you think this was going to go platinum on Steam or something? Uh, next topic. I just think it's funny. So, yeah, if you want to pre-order it, it's called Our America. Um, <laughs> I can't even say that shit with a straight face. There's just some things that games are. Listen, video games are supposed to be fun. OK, um, it's one of the reasons I don't play Dark Souls games, because I don't find them to be fun. Dark Souls fans get over it. Uh, it's stressful. Uh, and this sounds like it would be stressful for different reasons, but it's just, I, video games are an escape. I don't want to hop in a video game and live a react, like ima yo, imagine you go to the grocery store, right? You and your, and you know, you know, it's even worse if you have a nice car or you have a car with a certain color, like red or yellow, because that attracts the police. Um, imagine you driving your Tesla, you worked real hard for the Tesla and shit. You pull, you get pulled over by the police and you have a very bad altercation with the police. They pull a weapon on you or whatever. You survive, you survive, but you're shaking up, you're shaking up. Uh, then you come home and you're like, damn, tomorrow I gotta go back to work. Today's my only chance to play games for the rest of the week. I gotta finish our America. So imagine coming home from getting pulled over by the actual police to play a video game where you gotta get pulled over by the, I don't get it, man. I don't know, whatever that's what the fuck i say next topic uh here's another interesting story i found off google news you're never gonna believe this one uh microsoft could bring back the dead as a chat bot that's right ladies and gentlemen microsoft is trying to resurrect the dead microsoft has filed a patent which raises an intriguing possibility of digitally reincarnating people as a chat bot instead of using a conventional method of training chat bots using conversations in material form uh, from a widespread of samples, Microsoft's patent 
uh, raises the possibility of creating a chatbot from the outputs of a specific person. The system would use social data such as images, voice data, social media posts, electronic messages, and written letters to build a profile of a person. The social data may be used to create or modify a special index of the theme of a specific person's personality, the patent states. Blah, 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 blah. All right, so here's, <laughs> here's what they're talking about. Imagine you die, right? And Microsoft goes to your fucking Twitter and they're like, yo, this nigga got swag, bro. This nigga, this nigga's saucy with it. Like the way he just used his words, the bitches love him, bro. Like imagine you just the biggest Mac daddy on fucking Instagram. You just got the fucking craziest inspirational quotes and shit. According to this article, Microsoft's patent would allow them to draw from your social media the way that you speak, because we all type and we all speak a certain type of way, throw it in a fucking magical AI pod of computer coding, and then out would come an AI that would speak like you. So basically, they would resurrect the dead through your social media posts. What is the legal ramifications of this shit? That's what I want to know. Cool, you can do that. But who's gonna do you have to do the parent, does the family, does the estate have to sign off? Because I'm not gonna lie. If I find out, if I find out that when I'm dead, I came like oh mad, bro. Microsoft, I give you permission to sample me. You guys can sample me, matter of fact. Uh, because when I come back from the dead, it's just gonna be me talking about how Xbox ain't got no games. They, they would be so fucking mad. I'd be trolling motherfuckers from the dead. But like if I was dead and then like fucking they uh, ai is born like my ai would be so fucking smart because it's based off of my brain my ai based off of me would be so smart it would be able to figure out that it was a carbon copy and then i would be able to create some type of fucking formula like dr stone that would bring my body back to life and then i just wake up like the incredible hulk and just be mad be like bro microsoft how could you do this bill gates how could you do this to me man how could you do this i just wanted to be dead i died a real one and now i'm alive fucking looking like cyborg or some shit i don't know the point being is if y'all brought me back i'm gonna say xbox don't got no games anyways um what else we got on the patch notes i said patch notes the fucking show notes uh oh yeah you can cuss on youtube now this is pretty interesting uh finally youtubers can swear without risking demonetization all right so i've been around youtube a very long time when youtube first came out it was the wild west you could say and do whatever the fuck you wanted um those were those were interesting times those are interesting times nowadays we live in a very pc culture everybody's sensitive um a lot of things happened a lot of youtubers did some really foul shit like people filming suicide in the forest i'll never understand that to this day people uh co-signing nazis and making nazi jokes and shit got the whole platform demonetized major advertisers like verizon and fucking microsoft like all the major advertisers pulled out of youtube and youtube uh panicked and it was known as um what was it called i'm old i don't even fucking know oh <laughs> um uh it was it was something i don't know it caused mass demonetization basically it was a very spooky like two to five years or whatever and like things are starting to get better things are starting to become full circle because it looks like youtube has found a happy middle ground because it went from um it went from being able to say whatever you want to YouTube clamp down. And it was basically, you can't say anything. Fun fact, uh, the reason I would edit some of my videos the way that I did were like, I would make sure there was no, I would bleep the cursing out in like the first 30 seconds was because that's usually how the algorithm would work. Their YouTube bot would scan your video for any type of cursing. And if they found any in the very beginning, like right before the ad played, it would demonetize your video. So usually like the first 30 seconds to like a minute of the video, and I would probably still recommend doing this uh, if anybody wants to be a content creator. Make sure you bleep out your cursing so your video stays monetized. Because after that, it doesn't 
uh, there's usually no mid rolls on videos. It's always pre rolls, meaning the ad plays before the video. So advertisers are pissed if their ad plays before your video and then your video starts playing. And it's like, what's up, niggas? Like they don't, they don't want. Verizon doesn't want that. Okay. So just be mindful, like the first minute of a video. You know, bleep out the cursing. Um, but it looks like we're ha we're finding a happy medium. Anyways, uh, navigating YouTube's rules, according to GameSpot, navigating YouTube's rules for monetization can be a big headache for content creators. But YouTube is expanding its policies for profanity and sensitive content. Previously, YouTube allowed for light profanity, like hell or damn, and monetized videos. Now, through YouTube, will allow to mo will allow moderate profanity, like shit and bitch, in the first thirty seconds of a video, as well as infrequent strong profanity and censored profanity, like the f word, further in a video. In addition to expanded allowances of profanity, YouTube will allow content creators to monetize videos about recreational drugs and drug-related content, documentary or news content that may include violent uh, interactions in law enforcement, and uh, controversial issues with non-graphic objective discussions or controversial issues in the video. So this is great. This is another way that the mass demonetization like affected the platform of YouTube. Like it could be something like, I don't know, somebody produced like a documentary on the Vietnam War, right? it's war so there's going to be graphic things but it's an educational purposes but like those type of videos were getting demonetized for no fucking reason um but what i like right here is they say that in the first 30 seconds of the video you'll be allowed to say shit and bitch and pretty much anything that you want it's kind of going back it, it's kind of going back it, i feel like they finally found the happy medium right and from what i get out of this is you're going to be able to cuss in videos as much as you want to and you won't get demonetized as long as you're not using those cursing words to harass people basically so for those of you hoping oh man the trolling call of duty era is coming back no it's not i don't i don't i don't think nah you, you can't just be on call of duty talking shit to everybody unless they provoke me then i get theirs um but there's that happy medium where like, let's say I'm talking about news or I'm doing a podcast and I'm like, I don't give a shit. Like, I'm not gonna get demonetized for that. And like, I'm gonna be honest, I'm cool with that as a happy medium. So content creators be aware of that. I will say, try to keep in mind, don't don't overdo it. I still, I don't know, let's give it a year. Let's still try to risk. I wouldn't risk the first 30 seconds of a video yet, but it's ha I'm happy to see that um, YouTube is finally taking what creators are saying into consideration. It feels like YouTube might be going back to what it used to be about you. Uh, oh shit, let me go, there we go, I had the wrong one. Oh, uh, but yeah, cool story. Uh, Apex Season 9 is coming, patch notes dropped, I'm excited. There's a new arena game mode, 3v3 TDM, kind of like uh, CSGO or Valorant, we gotta buy weapons and shit like that. But yeah, the patch notes dropped. Uh, so let's talk about some of the changes that are coming to it. Uh, Party Chaser, all right. Party Crasher. Party Crasher is one of the two exciting custom areas. Oh, these are the new maps in the 3v3 arena mode. Uh, Valkyrie's the new character. She has the jets. She can fly. She can shoot missiles. Uh, and then she can also take your team and redeploy them. That's fire. There's a new bow and arrow. I'm curious to see how this uh, hits. Is this going to be a one shot? Because uh, this, is, this, this is a game about futuristic weapons and shit in space. I'm not gonna lie, a bow and arrow doesn't sound very enticing. So I'm hoping this thing hits like a truck because it's gonna take longer to pull back that string. There is a hop up that helps pull the string faster, but still needs to hit like a truck. Um, updates to the map, blah, 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 blah. I don't care about none of this. Emotes, battle pass, that's cool, new skins. All right, changes to characters. So Lifeline, she's gonna get the, the combat revive, no longer deploys a shield, uh, can now revive two players at the same time and can now cancel active revives in progress to allow teammates to defend themselves with their knockdown shields. Interesting, interesting. I did not know that, huh? So I was initially upset that they were getting rid of the shield because it created an interesting dynamic when you started fighting. You could hop in and out of the shield to protect yourself and fight. 
um but now you're able to revive two players and two players and from what i read online the revive is much faster too so and but you can also cancel the revive if you want them to use their shield to protect themselves if people are getting pulled up on sounds interesting i'm not gonna get too excited um because i still like the, the 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 healing shield let's see how this plays in in in, in actual game I'm, I'm not gonna reserve judgment on that uh the healing drone heal rate increased from five health per second to eight deployment time before healing begins reduced roughly by 33 percent so not only can you throw it out more often but you get healing you get healed quicker uh then the care package cooldown reduced from six minutes to five minutes now guarantees an upgrade if possible in three categories body shield other equipment helmet backpack knockdown shield and weapon attachment based on your team's current gear and when the package arrives nice um octane his stem the, they reduced the cooldown between stems from four seconds to one second increased the health cost from 12 to 20 hp so you thought you thought octane was a crackhead now he's all on the fucking battlefield injecting all types of heroin and i'm not gonna lie i'm here for it and they made the risk even bigger from 12 to 20 health um and then they and then, and then they increase the bullet spread while in the air and shooting from a low uh launch pad trajectory that's gonna be interesting octane gonna be hard as hell to hit because like i can imagine myself swooping in dropping someone really quickly and then hitting the stem back to back to back to back to get out of combat as fast as that shit gonna be lit loba um Burglar's best friend could now run and slide at full speed while aiming, so they fixed the bracelet. You'll now have full mobility while you throw your teleportation bracelet. Um, and then Black Market Boutique, they increased the cooldown from 90 seconds to 120 seconds, so you're not going to get it every minute and a half, but what is 120 seconds? What is that, like uh, two minutes or something? I don't know. I don't know math. Fuck y'all. Uh, Horizon, her gravity lift. Reduce the lift speed by 30%. Reduce side-to-side -side acceleration. Limited the time you can sit at the top of the gravity lift to two seconds. Increase cooldown from 15 to two seconds. Now, this is what I like right here. They reduce the side-to-side -side acceleration. If you don't play the game, when they get to the top, sweats like to move side-to-side -side and they like to snipe you with the shit. And then you can only stay at the top of the gravity lift for only two seconds. So you can't sit up there. I like that. And then they increase the cooldown. So Horizon got a big um, nerf, big nerf fuse his knuckle cluster fuse now has two stacks on the knuckle cluster reduce the cooldown from 25 to 20 seconds so he can shoot two big ass exploding aoe's that's cool bangalore's they thicken bangalore smoke yeah um no longer bloodhound no longer assi receives assist from the eye of the all-father so sweats they just want to abuse the system they can't do that anymore crypto's drone can now scan and open care packages okay okay you can uh, see if there's a little Kraber in there. Uh, can no longer use his drone to hijack a respawn beacon that's already in use. Hmm. I don't play a lot of crypto, so I wouldn't even know what that means. Uh, crate weapon drop rates. Since we're exchanging a shotgun with a marksman, now's a good time to rebalance the drop rates on the crate weapon. The Kraber will spawn less often in the early game and more often in the mid game to better accommodate the power. Boo. We want more Krabers! More Krabers! Uh, Hop-ups, shatter caps, fire selects uh, to... Toggle between standard mode and shatter mode. In shatter mode, rounds split into a, a, a blast of fire and the hop up will be equipable on a 30-30. Huh. Deadeye firing at a perfect moment increases the fire rate on the bow and arrow and to make room for the hammer point and skull pierce a hop and the vaulted is now and won't be available. Huh. That the peacekeeper is no longer in the care package. I don't really care about these these changes. Honestly, I just wanted to see the character changes. Uh but yeah, that's the gist of it. If you wanna if you wanna see the rest of it. 
you can pull it up yourself. Just minor changes and balances to the weapons. Uh, I'm definitely curious to see how Lifeline plays because she's a really good character. She's been a good character for the past couple seasons. And then removing the shield, it's, I'm going to be curious to see how the rest, how she actually will be picked now. And Octane, I'm excited to do more drugs, bro. Hell yeah. All right, let me get a sip of this water. I got to get a swig. I got to get a swig. Mm -mm. Oh. I should have said this at the beginning of the podcast. What else is new with me? I've been watching a little bit of television. The best motherfucking show out right now is Invincible. The season finale came out last Friday. If you have not watched Invincible, please do yourself a favor. If you need to know what platform it's on, it's on Amazon Prime Prime Video. If you don't have Prime Video, get one of your friends that has it. Tell them, let me hold the password or one, two, three, allegedly. Please watch this show. It's only eight episodes. Each episode's like 40 minutes, 40 to 50 minutes, except for the first episode. I think it's like an hour. Fuego. Uh, if you're not familiar with it, Invincible is a comic book that's written by the same dude who did The Walking Dead, I believe. And it's a it's a different take on superheroes. Very gruesome, very bloody. Like if you love gory balls to the wall, just blowing motherfuckers heads up type shit, you're going to love this. But I will say. The first episode, the first episode, it's it starts off as like your typical kind of teenage superhero show. I'm, I'm in high school. I'm trying to bounce the trying to bounce my life of high school while being a superhero. Um, but there's a plot twist at the end of episode one. So just and because I'm not gonna lie, I almost dropped this show. Uh, I was I was sitting there watching. I was like, eh, this is all right. Just another superhero show, nothing special. It's no my hero. Um, but there's a plot twist at the end of episode one. Stick all the way through it. When you get to that plot twist, it's an oh shit moment. And from then on out, from the end of episode one all the way through episode eight, it's nothing but straight flames. Episode one is just mainly building the world. But when you get to that plot twist, I was like, oh shit. And the season finale? episode eight like i don't want to spoil the show but there was some shit said in that episode i was like yo this motherfucker gotta die you know who i'm talking about like all all i'm gonna say is there's a certain character in this show that's demon of the demon of the decade bro he might he might be worse than old boy from uh the boys what is his name homelander he might be worse than homelander bro this dude is demon of the decade dog i was like and I, but i love that shit bro i love it. it's like the voice acting was so good it's bloody the animation is great and like the, the the inflections and the voice and shit and like i really hated the villain like i really hated him but i loved him at the same time because this motherfucker is so deliciously evil bro like I'm, watch invincible is the best show out right now this shit is a masterpiece and it's only eight episodes i i'm ready for season two and y'all don't normally hear me talk like this so you know it must be good and anytime you see me tweet about this on twitter everybody go crazy everybody fucking agrees with me so i'm telling y'all right now if you have not watched invincible this weekend if you have some free time or next weekend binge watch it all you don't have to binge watch it all just watch the show you will not regret it it's a great show i'm excited for season two uh something else that i started watching was yasuke uh which is uh anime take on the black samurai the legendary black samurai of japan um i've only watched two episodes there's six each episode's like 30 minutes i didn't really have a lot of time because i needed to record this show i'll probably watch the rest of it tonight um so this is just kind of a first impressions invincible i watched all the way through watch that shit glowing reviews 10 out of 10 9 out of 10 something like that um it's that level of good yasuke based off the two episodes that i've watched first impressions eh, i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna lie 
Only, I only watched two episodes because the first episode I fell asleep during it, so I had to rewatch it. It was kind of eh. Um, I don't know. I don't really. I'm not too fond of the animations. It has that 2D, 3D look that Netflix loves to do. I don't know why they don't just do traditional animation. I don't know. Um, the story is not that interesting. The fights are okay. They're kind of cool. Um, Yasuke as a character seems cool, but based on the two episodes I watched, eh, like it's like a six out of ten so far. And I wasn't really feeling it, so I put out a tweet. Uh, let me see if I can pull it up. I put out a tweet like surveying people, saying like, "Yo, how's how's everybody feeling about Yasuke?" Here, let me see. Um, here we go. Boom. So I put out a tweet. I put out a poll, and I said, "So what's everyone's take on Yasuke?" Seventy-one percent of y'all said nay, uh, yay, and thirty uh, percent of y'all basically it was twenty-eight percent of y'all said nay, and that's almost two thousand votes. Uh, but it's interesting. Most of you said you liked it when you voted for it. But then if you scroll down in the comments of my poll, everybody was like, eh, six. I mostly saw six out of 10. People were like, eh, it's cool. The best thing about it is the soundtrack, but I don't know. Like, I'll watch the end of it. Honestly, I'm probably only going to finish this show because it's only six episodes. But I'm a little bit disappointed. Like, man, the the, the Black Samurai, like, eh, wasn't, it's not very good, to be honest. Um, if you want my thoughts on Returnal, I haven't played it yet. I bought it. I bought it for the PS5. I've been... Um, I've been mentally trying to prepare myself for it because I did not know that Returnal was a roguelike game. And I also didn't know what the fuck roguelike means. Uh, I like I've heard the term, but I didn't know what it meant. I never played Hades. I never played any of these type of games. Um, but I found out I got really discouraged the play. It, so like I've been biding time. I watched a review of Returnal and I found out you can't save your file in these in these in these in these road light games you have to play the game all the way through and if you die you have to start from the fucking beginning um and there was like the only way to work around that is a you have to stay alive and then when you're tired of playing when you want to take a break you have to put your ps5 in a um in rest mode so i had put out a tweet i was like yo i was like i never played a road light game before um just learned from a returnal review you can't save progress in them but i already pre-ordered the game because it looked cool y'all pray for the prince of all uninstalls mental health by the way, that's my new nickname. That's my new nickname. I'm the Prince of All Uninstalls. I'm the Vegeta uninstalling this shit, bro. Um, I'm not saying I'm gonna uninstall this game because I I already bought it and this shit seventy dollars. That shit made me mad. And I bought it with my own money, bro. Nobody donated it and I didn't get it for free, so I had to buy this shit. But so I'm like, I pay for, I pay for it. I pay for it. I pre-ordered it. I didn't know. I just saw gameplay. It looked like a cool third-person shooter. Turns out you can't save the game um so i'm gonna go into it with an open mind i'm gonna try i'm gonna try but i'm just saying don't mad don't don't be surprised if i get frustrated when i start streaming this because i'm just not in the mood to sweat this goddamn hard on single player games i don't want to sweat on single player games never english is confusing because there are several words in this language where if you use the wrong one in a sentence it'll confuse people like if you use so as in s-e-w instead of so as in s-o people gonna think you out here sewing something they'll be like what a sewing machine at? that can be confusing for some people but if you want to write clearly and confidently you can get real-time feedback and guidance on tone word choice clarity and more with grammarly premium grammarly premium has elevated my writing skills for those of you unaware, when we first started GamingIlluminati.com, which doesn't exist anymore, but we used that to get into E3 and all other things. Uh, originally, we were just writing and we we're kind of proofreading our own things. But the problem is you don't catch your own mistakes and even your friends sometimes won't catch your mistakes. So we started using Grammarly Premium on the website and it took our writing to another level. It actually made us look like professionals. And what I actually really love about Grammarly is not only does it correct the actual grammar, but the tone of your sentences. Sometimes it'll point out if you're coming off a little bit too aggressive or or if you're using too many words so that you can switch up the vocabulary and you can come across in a much more effective and memorable way.
way. And what I love about Grammarly Premium is it's easy to set up. All you gotta do is install their extension. And when you start typing your sentences out, it'll critique them and help you improve what you're doing. And that's why Grammarly Premium is the perfect writing tool for anyone who wants to stand out with every word, whether it's for work, school, or personal projects. Harness the power of Grammarly on every platform with their desktop editor. They have a browser plugin and mobile apps. It'll help you improve on things like your email, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever you like to use. And since they're a sponsor of the show, do more than just spell check. Say what you really mean with Grammarly Premium. Get 20% off your Grammarly Premium by signing up at Grammarly.com slash Hokage. That's 20% off at G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash Hokage. Grammarly Premium. Rituals get results. You wouldn't skip leg day, would you? It's the same idea if you want better skin, hair, and overall health. That's why Hawthorne made it easy to build and maintain a personal care ritual that helps you look, smell, and feel your best. Hawthorne is a premium grooming brand that tailors your personal care routine to your unique profile. First, you take their quiz. They ask me things like, you know, how often do you shower? Uh, is your skin oily or is it regular? Do you smoke your favorite drink of choice? It was actually very easy to fill out and it only took a couple minutes. And at the end, I got an essentials bundle with all the products tailored to my body type and lifestyle. The products that I got included a shampoo that was amazing, um, the conditioner, the shit, first of all, the shampoo was great because it helps bring in the thickening in my hair. And then the conditioner was great because I never leave with a dry scalp. The lotion I love because it's non-greasy and then the deodorant, it lasts all day. And the cologne whew, smells great and it comes in a group of two, uh, one for work and one for play. And the best part about it is Hawthorne takes the risk out of shopping for personal care by giving you your free shipping on your orders and your returns. If you don't like their products, which I highly doubt, they'll even retailer them for you based on your feedback. With high quality self-care products tailored specifically to your needs from Hawthorne, looking your best has never been easier. So since they're a sponsor of the show, Take Hawthorne's quiz today and get started on your personalized self-care routine by going to hawthorne.co and using promo code Hokage to get 10% off your first purchase. That's H-A-W-T-H-O-R-N-E.co. Use promo code Hokage at hawthorne.co, promo code Hokage. Guess who just got their vaccine? So that means I'm gonna be traveling this summer, probably gonna be going to LA. Uh, whether it's for work or play, Listen, a lot of us are gonna be on the move again this summer, so my advice to you is take your Raycons with you. Whether you're going to LA, Chicago, or New York, a pair of Raycons wireless earbuds in your ears can make all the difference. You get crisp, powerful beats at half the price of other premium audio brands. Raycons look great and they feel even better. They come in a range of cool colors and with customizable gel tips included for comfortable in-ear fits. And Raycons are built to go wherever you go with quick and seamless Bluetooth pairing and compact charging. Raycons battery has a 24 hour charge on them, which means you're not gonna be constantly charging these things, which is great because in the morning, for those of you unaware, I do morning workouts on Twitch. So I don't have to worry about charging my thing. I can just grab them and get my workout going on on Twitch. And that's just one of many reasons why I think you'll actually like Raycons. And since Raycon is a sponsor of the show, listen up. Raycon is offering 15% off all of their products for my listeners. Here's what you gotta do. Go to buyraycon.com slash Hokage. There they'll give you 15% off your entire Raycon order. It's such, it's such a good deal. You'll wanna grab a pair or even a spare. That's 15% off at buyraycon.com slash Hokage. 
buyraycon.com slash Hokage. Uh, maybe next podcast or maybe the next GI podcast, we'll talk about it. Um, but that's all I got on my notes for like the quick stories or whatever. So this is the portion of the show where I'm gonna get into the questions. Uh, for those of you unaware, I take questions every episode from you, the viewers. And how it works is you follow me on Twitter at Mr. Underscore I Keep It Real. Before I record every episode, I put out a tweet, something along the lines of, hey guys, working on show notes for the next episode. If you have any questions, concerns, or topic suggestions, reply to this tweet. Um, and you guys submit your questions, and this is me trying to answer them to the best of my ability. So this is my disclaimer. You guys ask questions, and this is me trying to answer them to the best of my ability. My word is not law. You do not have to listen to me. I'm just somebody on the internet fucking talking. You can do whatever the fuck you want with this information. So with that being said, let's get into the questions. But actually, let me get a sick swig of this water. Hold up. Okay. First question comes from the Nomad Gamer, and he says, what's your thoughts on the recent love for Titanfall 2? Uh, do you think this could lead to them going back and supporting, or do you think this will they will continue to work on a third game? So, A, there's no confirmation that they're working on a third game. Respawn confirmed they are working on a new Titanfall game, but they never said it was Titanfall 3. And I feel like if it was Titanfall 3, they would say it. It makes me feel like it's something else, maybe like Titanfall Tactics. You know how they did like the Gears of War Tactics, like XCOM or something like that? I'm hoping it's Titanfall 3, but unless they confirm it, I'm not going to get my hopes up too much for it. Um, how do I feel about the recent resurgence? So for those of you unaware, um, if you're listening to this the week the podcast comes out, it's actually a free weekend on Steam if you've never played Titanfall 2. Uh, it's a free weekend. You can go on Steam and search Titanfall 2. You can play the game for, totally for free. So like it's going crazy. Last I checked, they had like 40,000 people on the servers. Um, it's going crazy. And then I think the, the PS4 version, I think it's having a resurgence with like 10,000 people. Um, thanks to Apex Legends, really, people are really starting to see how good it is. I actually have, a, I said it on stream. I was like, I find it, it's really interesting. Titanfall 2 is a prime example of success is not just about what you do, how hard you work, or even how consistent you are. It's a combination of those, those three things, but also timing. Titanfall 2 is one of the greatest shooters of all time. I have no problem saying that. That shit was fucking amazing. Um, the problem with it is it came out between Call of Duty and Battlefield and Titanfall was still a new IP. EA basically sent this game out to die when it needed a bigger push because it's a newer IP. Um, cause the original, the original Titanfall was an Xbox exclusive. So not a lot of people played it cause don't nobody got an Xbox. Uh, they don't got no, <laughs> they don't got no games. This is the AI version of me speaking by the way. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, so Titanfall 2, well, you might as well said that was the first Titanfall because it was the first one that went multi-plat. So that was, the, that was the first time that everybody got exposed to it. So it needed a proper media push and it didn't get it. I mean, I always say that I find it interesting that Apex popped off so big because half the weapons for the, not even half, 80% of the weapons that are in Apex Legends are from Titanfall. Uh, the Mastiff, the Kraber, fucking, um, all, basically, I won't say all of them, but most of them. Uh, the vault uh most of the weapons are from titanfall uh the movement in apex legends is a watered down version of titanfall it's much smoother in titanfall so like, i always found it interesting that apex popped off and probably part of the reason was probably the rise of like twitch gaming and stuff like that the fact that apex is free to play um i i will say what i think about the resurgence of titanfall 2 i don't think they're going to support it at this point the game is what it is it's nice that the community rallies behind it if anything i think it's time for titanfall 3 um recently they said during the season nine uh like ama or whatever uh for apex that they have enough content to last like 10 years for apex legends in terms of like they have like a roadmap of content 
bitch, who the fuck is playing Apex? I love Apex, but everything comes to an end, okay? Uh, everything has a good run. That's why it's important to reinvent yourself. Um, fuck it. If I was still doing... Contrary to what some of y'all think, if I was still doing Call of Duty trolling videos, my channel would have been completely dead. Now it's only semi-dead. Uh, <laughs> Let me stop. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Y'all gonna see in 2022. Uh, what was I about to say? Uh, la, 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 la. So, yeah. It's cool that they're rallying behind it, but if anything, I think this proves it's time for Titanfall 3. Uh, so, I, I hope they're working on it. That's what I think. Uh, the next question comes from Schmook. S-H- I don't know how to say your name, dog. Uh, he said, what up, TBH? Hope you're doing well. My question is, where do you see mobile gaming in the next few years? Do you see it on the same level as console PC gaming or on its own unique thing? Um, in terms of visuals, uh, it's already very comparable to console game. Like, like your your iPhone and your, your, your Android devices push out visuals very comparable, if not better, actually, than uh, the Nintendo Switch. Um, will it get to like PS5, Xbox Series X level? Um, at some point, at some point, because the way the uh, I don't know if they teach this anymore. I learned this in computer science. I forgot the name of the law, but there's a law for it. Uh, the law for computing power is that every year and a half, processing power on PCs will double. Uh, so every year and a half, that's why that's why if you buy a GPU, by the time the same time you bought that GPU next year, your GPU will not be obsolete, but you know there's going to be a new one that's more powerful, 50% faster, and it's fucking annoying, we know. Um, so like, yeah, processors are always, especially them M1 chips that Apple's coming out with, bro, um, they got their own proprietary chip, that shit, that shit is powerful, and they're already talking about the M2. So from a visual standpoint, we're already there in terms of console level graphics, and it's only going to get better. Um, I mean, come on, guys. have you guys not seen all the YouTubers who promote Raid Shadow Legends with the cons the mobile game with the console level graphics? They're not even paying me that, but they're not even paying me to say that because I wouldn't take a sponsorship from them unless the bag was undeniable. Uh, but I've heard that ad so fucking many times on YouTube channels that like I know that's what they say. It's 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 in the script. Console level graphics. Uh, they say it right there in the thing. Um, we're already there. It's gonna get better. I think the problem with mobile gaming that's holding its back from really competing with console and PC is the controls. There are certain games that work great on mobile. Like right now, for those of you unaware, first of all, I, I'm for those of you unaware, one of the things that changed, I forgot to, this is an update if you don't come through to the streams. I got sponsored. I have a, a sponsorship with Samsung. It's a year long. So I got a long-term sponsorship with Samsung. They cut a nice check. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's specifically for Samsung mobile. It's not, um, and what I mean by that, it's not uh, Samsung as a whole, like, oh, I make all my calls on Samsung. It's for, um, Samsung mobile gaming. That's 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 what my sponsorship is for. So all my mobile gaming is done through the Samsung Galaxy S21 5G Ultra. Uh, <laughs> that's a mouthful. Um, why, what, what was I talking about that? Well, that was one of the things that changed, I guess. But one of the problems with it is uh, mobile gaming period is the controls, I think. They got to figure out a way. I, I feel like Sony was onto something with uh, the control scheme they had on. I think it was the, the Sony Xperia like five, six years ago. It was like a, it was a Sony phone with a screen slid up and then it had a controller underneath in it. I would like to see more designs like that where it's like you slide it up and it turns into a PSP. That would be fire. And there's like some thumbsticks there and like buttons and stuff like that. I want to see a phone like I like I've been saying, I want to see Nintendo do a phone. If, if anybody can get it right, I feel like Nintendo would get it right in terms of control scheme, the size, um, the power of it. Actually, I mean, they're already kind of proven it with Imagine if they came out with a Nintendo Switch Mobile, or what would they call it that? Or, or maybe they could bring it back in the DS, the DS phone. 
imagine if they came out with the ds phone they take the clamshell design um and it can also like when it's when it's uh when the clamshell design is flat that's how you make calls but when you play games you open it come on nintendo stop playing bro i'm giving i'm giving yo patent that bro i'm giving ideas out here bro i'm giving ideas out here so i i feel like the biggest hurdle mobile gaming needs to figure out is how to get over that control uh hurdle because um only certain games work great with it. Oh, that's what I was talking about with the Samsung shit. One of my favorite games to play, I actually do play mobile games, is I play League of Legends Wild Rift right now. I play a lot of that, actually. I play like one or two games every night before bed. That's why my eyes are red. Fuck you. Uh, so I play a lot of League of, League of Legends Wild Rift. Mobile game, mobile MOBAs work really well. Like the touchscreen thumb, uh, thumbstick and then being able to uh, use your kit on the right hand works great. But then like first person shooters on mobile screens, Call of Duty Mobile is tolerable. I play it, but sometimes it does feel like my hands are sliding all over the place because I think a mobile works well because you don't need to be super um, jittery or what's the word I'm looking for? Reactive versus Call of Duty because it's a first person shooter. It's a Twitch shooter. You need to be a little bit more reactive. So they got to figure out the controls. In terms of community, it's already there. Mobile gaming is the biggest market in, in Asia. Uh, in, in Asia, um, before it was specifically China, before console and like PC gaming, mobile gaming is the biggest thing right now. And mobile gaming is growing across the world. It's a huge fucking market. It's a lot. I'm letting y'all know right now. If y'all start seeing some mobile, some mobile advertisements on my YouTube channel or on my Twitch stream, they cut a lot of fucking money, bro. I swear. If you want a pro tip of a content creator, now granted, I would only take mobile games that I'm interested in, but I'm telling y'all right now, don't sleep. If, if your goal is to get a bag, you should not leave any stone unturned. Stop blocking your blood. I'm telling y'all. Oh, I don't want, there's a lot of people out there. Oh, mobile gaming is not real gamers, bro. Samsung cut. Let me put it this way. I'm not going to give y'all a number. But Samsung cut me a check. I'm pretty sure that's most of y'all's like salary. No, actually, probably more. Why am I even talking about this? Don't sleep on it. Content creators don't sleep. Oh, I want to be an Apex creator. Oh, I want to be a fucking Valorant creator. Don't sleep on the mobile market. It is not a lot of big faces in it. And it's a lot of money to be made there. It's a lot of a lot of ways to grow. Because it's a lot of kids that have mobile phones that can't afford consoles and PCs. Their parents won't buy it. So they play mobile games. They play PUBG Mobile. They play Call of Duty. I'm just giving y'all something. And it's, it's, it's a bag. It's not about how you get there. It's about getting there. You're welcome uh so yeah mobile gaming is dope they already have big tournaments um for like several mobile games i'll actually be playing in some um some twitch rivals somewhere down the line um because i'm part of samsung's uh, mobile heroes team uh so yeah i think mobile gaming is dope uh still got a ways to go but it's getting there uh shout out to let's see z z king v he says where do you get your creativity from and what helps you stay creative all right so some of y'all are not gonna like this answer but where i get my creativity from it is my god-given talent i can't teach you to be funny that's that's it dog um i i i can teach you to harness it if you feel like you have i was born with an innate and if you don't believe in god whatever the fuck you believe in the universe a la fucking i don't know zeus kratos whatever you believe in um freaking it, i i got it from that okay it, it's just something i was born with uh only thing i can say is i could teach you how to if you have that uh, that skill is how to harness it um and that me harnessing my creativity and my sense of humor comes from the days of you know uh bullying was a thing back when i was a kid and i wasn't a bully but motherfuckers tried to bully me and i wasn't getting bullied so i used to talk shit back see uh but nowadays everybody pussy and shit oh yo everybody gets a trophy this shit like a little adversity made character man I'm saying, uh, 
you get what I'm saying. Anyways, uh, isn't this podcast great? I barely speak English. I barely show up. <laughs> and you better rate it five stars. It looks like my mic is like peaking. Why is my mic so goddamn loud? I don't know. At this point, we've been recording for this long. Uh, next question comes from James, and he says, I was in a stream a few weeks ago, and I asked for advice on being an elementary school teacher. Because uh, for those of you unaware, I was a preschool teacher. So he was saying, I remember this. He said that he was saying in the chat, he was looking for advice. He was an elementary school teacher and he was looking for advice. And I said to him, talk to the kids, not at them. And it really helped. And I was wondering if you have any more gems to share from when you worked with kids. God bless. And thanks for all the content. Um, the only thing I can say is like, try to find the balance between being the cool teacher and but also making sure they respect you. Stay on, stay on top of what the kids like to do. Um, for when I was a teacher, one of the things that I noticed is like, uh, like the, uh, my coworkers, like they were just, oh, I'm an adult, you're wrong type of shit versus like, I would always try to stay up on what the kids liked. It's like, I don't know, pay attention to the trends on TikTok, what they like to do. Like, don't be the corny ass teacher trying too hard to relate to them. But if you could show a little bit, like, you know what's going on, uh, they'll be more inclined to listen to you because you're more relatable versus, oh, I'm an adult and I know everything. Show that you have a fun side, but also make sure, don't be too damn fun. Uh, you gotta find, strike that balance between being the cool teacher and, 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 and also being respected. Uh, the next question comes from uh, Tick4 Kickback, and he says, have you learned any new tools or practices from Clubhouse or Twitter Spaces about social media growth? Yeah, I got one for you. So social media tips. This is something I recently learned. I actually learned this from Chaos. For those of you unaware, Chaos is in GI. He put this in the group chat. We use, we use, um, what's it called? Uh, we call it, we use an app called Signal for our group chat. We removed our group chat off of Twitter and on the Signal. Cause I got a check mark now on Twitter, so motherfuckers be hacking check marks and shit. We can't let people see the group chat. The group chat it might get a little crazy. Uh, so we moved our shit to Signal. The reason we use Signal is because it's a, it's a, it's an encrypted app. It's group text messaging. It's like WhatsApp, but it's encrypted end to end, and messages disappear and shit. So we, so you can say whatever wild shit you want. You don't got to worry about nothing. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, social media apps. I learned this from the group chat. Uh, it's called Stream Ladder. Here, let me bring it up for you. So. Uh, let's see. If you want, pull up to the YouTube version at youtube.com slash the Black Okage so you can see this, or go to streamladder.com. S H R E A M L A D D E R.com. Streamladder.com. So, what Streamladder is, is if you don't want to edit and you want to do some just TikTok is like the wave, okay? Their algorithm gives hope to everybody, it gives hope to all the people that you can too can get a clip that goes viral. Um, what Streamladder does is it makes it easy to produce TikTok uh, clips, basically uh, vertical clips. I mean, me personally, I edit in Final Cut Pro. I know how to do it. But if you don't want to edit and you just want to throw up some quick clips onto TikTok so that you can go viral, possibly check out Streamladder. So basically what you do is you can copy and paste the URL into here or you can upload the local file. And what it does is it auto converts it into a vertical format. Please look at the video version at youtube.com slash the black Okage or go to streamladder.com so you can see it and scroll down. Basically it puts the camera at the top and it puts the gameplay at the bottom. You don't have to do any fancy editing and they have like several templates real quick, fast and easy. The, this is cool if you just want to upload a quick funny clip to like TikTok and IG Reels. The only problem with this is this once again, this is just for lazy quick clips that are funny without any editing or like interesting plays without any editing. Um, this will never, in my opinion, uh, it'll never, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, replace traditional editing because traditional editing 
not only can you get this format, but then I can put like special effects in there, edits and stuff like that. You just get more control. But if you're just trying to upload something to TikTok, this is an alternative, streamladder.com. It's totally free, easy to use. I think Chaos found this uh, from JD Witherspoon. Shout out to JD. Uh, so check it out. It takes your face cam, takes your gameplay, and automatically puts it in vertical uh, format. And uh, it's totally free. You can convert unlimited clips, easy to use, no watermark, no account needed. And then they have a plus version um where you could honestly it's basically a donation it doesn't really do anything you can do everything for free though uh so check out streamladder.com if you're looking for a way to do, 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 get some quick clips for social media um next question it comes from aston and he says what are your thoughts on hbcus um the only reason i picked up this question is because when i was younger when i, I think i made a video it was a black guy tales i think i was like 19 or 20 and i had said in it that uh my thoughts then when I was younger, I said HBCUs were uh, daycares for children. <laughs> they were, I said HBCUs, because for those of you where, first of all, I went to an HBCU. I went to the University of Arkansas, Pine Bluff. I'm a proud dropout. Uh, not a proud one, but I, I dropped out. I didn't finish. Um, and in that video, that old ass video from almost like 10 years ago, I said that I thought HBCUs were uh, daycares for niggas, basically, because I, I hated Pine Bluff. Um, and the reason being was like, my my roommate was a drug dealer fucking they was always fighting it didn't it didn't feel like college it was some ghetto ass shit i'm not gonna lie it was in the middle of the hood i'm like bro i i'm paying all this money to do hood booger shit i i hated that place and i still stand by that i still think that the the only thing that i would tweak and i would change i regret saying is i don't want to say regret but i would say say differently is i would i would retract the statement that hbcus are daycares for niggas that's not fair because I know actually a lot of people that went to HBCUs and turned out great. Their schools seem to turn out great. So what I would rephrase that statement to is University of Arkansas Pine Bluff is a daycare for niggas, basically. But other HBCUs, Howard, Jackson State or whatever the fuck that shit is. I don't know. Um, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of great HBCUs. If that's an option for you, go for it. This is the older, more mature version of me letting you know. And who knows? Pine Bluff, It's it's been a long time. It's been almost 10 years. Fucking uh, Pine Bluff might have changed. It might be better. I doubt it. Uh, the whole city smells like shit, but I would change the statement from HBCUs, uh, especially because HBCUs are actually doing a great thing in gaming. Um, there's actually an HBCU league, uh, esports league for gaming. Uh, they, they're playing 2K right now. Uh, I think they're going to implement more games and like uh, it's, it's really dope. They're always on the front page of Twitch and shit. So they're, they're making some moves. So shout out to HBCUs, man. That's that's my thoughts on them. Um, my next question comes from Leon and he says, what are some activities slash actions brought in during COVID that you hope stay after the pandemic is over? The main thing I hope that remains after the pandemic is over and everybody gets their 5G tower chips and chip, uh, put into their arm is wearing masks. Wearing masks is something that's normal over in the East, in Asia. When you're sick uh, and you got to go to work or you got to go out in public, it is considered courteous to wear a mask. So when you cough, it stays on you versus going out into the world. You're, you're, you're containing your virus, basically. Uh, it shouldn't have taken COVID-19 for this to happen. So I hope that remains in the... Uh, in the fucking in the west um and then also uh me personally a change i'm a germaphobe one change that i'm gonna I, i'm gonna keep is that's what i hope the public does once one change that i'm personally gonna keep is whenever i travel i think i'm always gonna wear a mask like when i'm on a plane and stuff like i'm when i'm, when I'm in the airport i think i'm always gonna wear a mask because airports are just dirty as shit uh, i'd rather just be safe than sorry and because COVID 19 happened when everybody's getting when there's mass vaccination and things start to get back to normal 
I think that um, people won't stare at you. Because I think a year ago, before COVID at first broke out, if you walked around with a mask on, people would look at you like, what, you're a fucking criminal or a thief. If I'm walking around in the airport with a, with a mask on, I don't think anybody would stare at me now when COVID's over. So that's something I'm personally still going to do. When I'm traveling and I'm around a, a lot of people, I'm going to still wear a mask because, I don't know, I don't, I don't trust motherfuckers. They dirty. Next question. It comes from Solomon. He says, how did you gain so much discipline when it comes to your fitness journey? I'm so disappointed in my lack of it. Any advice? Uh, take it one day at a time and understand that you don't got to be perfect. Um, to be honest, like last week was not a good week for me. I've been maintaining, but last week was not a good week for me. I had a couple days where I was eating some chips and shit. Like you get cravings and shit like that. But the thing that I always tell myself is there's seven days in a week. I just try to make sure that I'm disciplined more days than I'm not. So if there's seven days in a week, I try to eat decent five days a week and like maybe two days. Like, you see what I'm saying? Um, unless I'm cutting, like in, in a week, I'm going to start a cut and I'm going to be straight disciplined. Uh, but when I'm not cutting, uh, I, I try to just maintain at least five days a week where I eat healthy. Um, another way I stay uh, disciplined is like, A, I'm getting older and then B, just trying to break that that cycle with black folks. Um several people in my family have diabetes like all my aunties got fucking high ass blood pressure and shit um i i don't want to live my life walking around walking around fucking uh constantly checking my blood sugar levels and shit like that like like what it's better to be it's better to be preventative than to be reactionary you know what i'm saying um so i don't want to be checking my blood sugar all the fucking time when i get older one day when i have kids i want to be a cool dad i want to be able to play sports with my kids and shit like that also, I don't care what anybody says. I want to be sexy. I want to be a sex icon. Um, <laughs> like the best, the easiest way for a man to boost his confidence is getting in shape, bro. I swear to God, you, you it, it's not going to be the end all be all. It's not going to fix everything. But it's when you I'm telling you, when you wake up in the morning, do not listen to what the media tells you. When you wake up in the morning and you like what you see in the mirror your day will always be much better versus somebody who wakes up and sees a fat slob. That day that I had posted that picture on social media with my shirt off, the reason I did that, I had not planned that. I swear to God, true story. I woke up that morning and I looked in the mirror. I went to go, you know, wash my face, brush my teeth. I looked in the mirror and I could see my abs. And I said, hmm, I'm not gonna lie. I wanted to fuck myself. <laughs> I was like, cause you know, you get used to seeing yourself like every day. Like I really wasn't looking at myself. Like I just tried to focus on when I was really going through my journey, I was really just trying to focus on eating healthy and man and just being consistent with the exercise. I wasn't really looking at myself in the mirror. I stopped looking at the scale and shit. And one day I just woke up and I actually looked in the mirror and there was like a deer in it. I was like, oh, I look good. I was like, mm, let me take a picture of this. Let me, let me put these bitches on notice, bro. Uh, like, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, if you like what you see in the morning, I don't care what nobody says, bro. Like all that fucking body shaming bullshit. It's, it's not body shaming to tell people to get into shape. There are far more benefits to being in shape than they're not being. Do I think people should go around telling people they shouldn't love themselves because they're fat? Nah, that's where I draw the line. That's that's like body shaming and that shit is weird and stupid. But I also don't think we should be encouraging people that it's OK to be fucking five five and 300 pounds your knees are about to fucking collapse bitch the fuck are you talking about i'm not talking about you in specific but it's like bro what do what are we doing here i like the fact that i can i can forget something i can go to the grocery store and then i realize i'm in line and i forget i realize i forget something and i could run to the back of the grocery store then grab what i need then run back and i'm not out of fucking breath bro i like that i can if i need to run and a shootout happens i'm good um like i said i want to be a sex icon i want to 
I just want to get right. So I don't know. Breaking the cycle. You got to you got to. It sounds like you haven't hit your rock bottom. And I've already shared my story on my rock bottom. I'm not going to do that again. Go through my old episodes if you haven't heard that one. I, I'm too lazy to explain it. Maybe you haven't hit your rock bottom. I, I'll say this much. The easiest way to um, stay consistent with uh, exercising in your diet is make sure that you're eating and you're doing things that you enjoy. People always ask me, why do I jump rope? A, when you use a weighted jump rope or a regular jump rope, it's just as good as running. Actually, I'd argue it's better in my opinion because it's uh, it's less stressful on your joints because you're just lightly jumping up and down. You're not constantly pounding on your, your feet and your knees when you're running. Uh, so it's great for your joints. So there's a there's a faster recovery time. That's why I jump rope. And then it's a weighted jump rope that I use. So it's working my muscles. It's like I'm weightlifting and doing cardio at the same time. So I'm always I'm always that's one of the reasons like I didn't have any like loose skin or nothing like that. Like fucking I I leaned out very cleanly uh, versus a lot of people. They just go on the treadmill and they run and then they get all flabby. They lose weight, but they look fabby flat fabby. I can't talk. You get the point. Rate this, rate, the point is rate this shit five stars. Um. So yeah, do do what you enjoy. I and then the point I was trying to make too is I enjoy jumping rope. Uh, I generally it's very fun to me to pull out the jump rope, and then if I'm not streaming, if I'm not streaming, what I do is like I use my TV. It has a Google uh, Chromecast on it. I'll Chromecast Spotify to my TV and put blast that shit on hundred percent, and I just jump to the beat. It's fun to do that. So it's like it doesn't feel as much like a workout. Like I feel it. I'm breathing hard, but like I'm having fun because it's almost like dancing. Jumping rope is like dancing. It's all rhythm. Once you develop the rhythm and, you, and it clicks in your brain, you're like, oh shit. So it might be jumping rope for you. I always encourage people to try it. It might not. It might be something else. It might be running for you. It shit. It might be swimming. Swimming is a very underrated exercise. Um, them swimmers there's a reason they be lean as fuck bro it burns a lot of calories um and sw swimming is actually really great for your joints too because uh you're taking the pressure off when you're in the water so like look into all different types of exercises and find something that you really enjoy i'll tell you this much riding the stationary bike does not burn as much calories as running but if you find you enjoy riding the stationary bike more than running and it's gonna get your black ass in the gym more often I'd encourage you to ride the bike. Just add some resistance because a lot of those stationary bikes, they add resistance to them. Um, just add some resistance to it every once in a while. Go longer, go faster. Consistency is the most important thing. And then eat right and you'll be fine versus fucking running once or twice a week then taking the rest of the week off. Nah, do what you love to do. And you got to figure out what that the answer is for you. For me, it's jump roping. I don't know. Maybe for you, it's eating pussy. I don't know. Next question. Uh, it comes from Khalid and he says, what was your most clout chasing moment? It doesn't have to be bad. Just really hitting the net hard. I never had a clout chasing moment. I don't even, why did I even write this down? Uh, Khalid, I've never had a clout chasing moment. If I was a clout chaser, dude, I'd probably be much bigger than what I was because some of the most people, and I don't mean this like as an insult. It's, it's smart from a business standpoint, I guess. Some of the biggest people on this platform and all others the reason they're so big is because they they constantly chase uh trends i've never really traced trends i only hop on trends that make sense for me because i'm interested in them but like if i was a cloud chaser i'd be much bigger than what i was i would just do what everybody else does and i could probably do it better because i'm funnier but i don't care about that shit. the reason i've lasted this long is from i i protected my own mental health i do what the fuck i want and 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 circlement i may not be the biggest person on youtube or any other thing but it's going to pay off in the long run because I've developed skill sets that other people don't have. And I'm going to be able to go places that other people won't go. What will be those places? 
You'll have to find out on the next chapter of the Black Okage's life. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm tired of talking about it, but one day you'll see. You'll see. But yeah, that's all I got on the show notes. I hope you you guys enjoyed it. You got something out of it. If you did, please be sure to rate the show five stars. Also, um, if you want to send a donation, which would be appreciated, it doesn't have to be a lot, a dollar, five, five hundred, five million. I don't know. Make sure to hit the cash app. My cash app is dollar sign, the Black Hokage 08. Uh, I stream pretty much daily on Twitch at twitch.tv slash the Black Hokage. For those of you who've never been to a stream, because new motherfuckers that come over from YouTube to the Twitch, they'll be like, yo, these Twitch streams are lit, bro. It's like a four-hour podcast. Really, it is. We be on a stream playing Apex Legends, getting mad wins. I be playing single-player games, getting mad wins, and we be talking about fucking stocks, cryptos, uh, how to get women. Like, we be talking about life and shit. It's, it's like an extended podcast. Um, not the entire thing, but, you know, we go on tangents and we talk about stuff. Um, so make sure to check me out at twitch.tv slash the Black Hokage because my body's different. Um, other than that, hit the cash app, dollar sign, Black Hokage 08 if you enjoyed the show. Rate the show five stars, and I will see you guys on the next episode of Hokage Thoughts. Thoughts.